Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. It's a good show! Dude, those shoes are so cute. Target. Ugh, I love them. Yeah. 20 bucks. Kara had to talk me into it. Yeah, I was like, like I they're don't 20 bucks in? I go, they're 20 bucks. If you wear them twice, they've paid for themselves oh, pretty true, much. True, you know? true, true, true. We're having a real shoot dilemma in my house right now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, because that, you're trying to get CJ to not buy as many shoes and then keep, you went and bought they, shoes. No, but your oh, shoes are $20. No, 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 no. They just keep coming. And today I was like, what if we did like a one, one pair a month? And he, this is like Jared and his books, and I know but that I realize that's a way nerdier thing than I've ever Jared seen. Jared, we life. have so many books, and he keeps getting more. We literally have a huge box we have nowhere to put right now, and I'm like, I tried to make a one in one out policy, and it's like not working. I mean, have any have any shit you'd like to talk about your boyfriend? <laughs> no, he doesn't collect anything except Thank God. Yeah, he doesn't. He like likes John Hughes memorabilia. Oh, Does he like it so much fun. he gets a tattoo of it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does he have a tattoo of? A John Hughes film. That's his one tattoo. A John Hughes film. I forgot about that. No, what do you mean? (laughs) CJ has a tattoo. Yeah. That says a John Hughes film in the Ferris Bueller font. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. On his arm. <laughs> and I'm going to marry him. I can't... <laughs> and it's like, if he had 50 tattoos, if, even if he had four. Wait, we, this should be on the podcast. This is I insane. think it is, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Hi. let's just start the podcast there, guys. <laughs> I just found out that Megan's fia- uh, boyfriend... Fiance. <laughs> Ooh. So, Megan's hey, by boyfriend. the time this comes out, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized Megan's boyfriend has a, jo- uh, a tattoo of the words, a John Hughes, a John Hughes film, film on his arm that I never noticed. Yeah, because... It kind of looks I like noticed. a barcode. Um, it's like blurred a little bit mm-hmm. now. Uh, Is he really moved by the films of John Hughes? He, uh, yeah, he loves Ferris Bueller. He loves, uh, yeah, my boyfriend too. Like it's like a cult thing. Yeah, I mean, I Bros like John, John Hughes, Hughes movies, but I, the tattoo, wow. I mean, today I came out and he was watching Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee that I know he's already seen before, and it's like, let's hope that's not the next. What tattoo. comedian was it? Who? Uh, Bill Burr. <laughs> I was like, who knows? The next it was Bill Burr. Is like a tricked out Volvo. It was Bill Burr, but then it was like the next man. I was like, I know this is someone I should know, and I don't know who it was. <laughs> Megan oh. does not enjoy comedy. Brian Regan? Regan? Yeah. Regan. Brian Regan. Is this Brian Regan? Yeah, it's Brian Regan. Maybe that was him. Because yeah. um, it was a man. Guys, this is Let's Talk About Text. If you haven't figured that out, this is Let's Talk About Text. If for some reason you're a person that's picking up on episode 16. Wow. Or seven, oh, this is episode 16. <gasps> Here we are. Uh, I'm Kara. I'm Christy. And I'm Megan. Yes. So get to know these voices. For the next hour, we're going to talk to you about a bunch of bullshit. Guys, <laughs> we have our Trader Joe's snack. I do want to point really out, good. we were joking. We jokingly say we're trying to get a Trader Joe's sponsorship. And I just realized from somebody recently told me, Trader Joe's has no social media. 
They don't have any Instagram. They, I don't even think they have a Twitter. Yeah, like, but we could be the first one. No, I, I know. I'm just That's saying, like, really we're weird. deciding to go after a sponsorship from a company that literally has zero footprint in the sponsorship world. My mom told me they have a podcast, Trader Joe's. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, <laughs> Christy, tell us what a snack okay. you got. So I was buying these at Trader Joe's, and the guy checking me out was like, really? He was like, checking, checking you out. You out. He was like 20 and and I was just Mm. buying two boxes of cookies Mm. for this podcast. (laughs) And and I felt a need to be like, oh, I'm only doing this because I have a podcast. He was like, you're about these cookies and I was like about Trader Joe's he's like your podcast is about Trader Joe's and I was like Uh-oh. no <laughs> you bought two boxes <laughs> so well for last week's snack too mm. and then okay, um, gotcha. and then I tried to explain to him what our podcast is about and then I just told him that his mom should listen to it <laughs> I bet he like went to his friends and were like there's too many podcasts <laughs> I know men watch this podcast in fact let's jump right men, in they do watch. Like they watch to- it I would like to update you guys with an email we got from, uh, so far, uh, my friend Phil, who is the only person that's ever... I, I would love it if it just stayed this way, that we only ever get emails from my we friend. We got to get a secret from Phil. Yes, we uh, should get we a secret from Phil. Sorry, Phil, start like brainstorming. But he, he wrote me a very interesting email, if I could read you some pieces of it. Please. Um, regarding the flasher, okay? Oh, okay. He was like... I knew he was a therapist, but I didn't know that he's actually a sex addiction therapist. <gasps> okay. And he said... Um, He said, don't ask how I got here. I don't fucking know either. And then he said, I'm so sorry to hear about the flasher, but just to give some sense of this person, he is clearly sick, but the the BTS of a flasher, what is that? Behind the scenes? Yeah, behind, yeah, I don't think that's what it means, but the BTS of a flasher is their intense need to be seen. This is a person who is clearly insignificant in the world and wants to be seen so badly, and this is their sick way of becoming visible. Do stand-up comedy like all of us, you know? (laughs) The unsolicited dick pic is a variation of this theme. So all those guys sending unsolicited dick pics, I see you and I'm turning away from you. Yeah. So, I get. I I am into freaky sex. Like I am. Not, I am a very not. I really don't judge. Really anything. There's like very little you could surprise me with at this point. I guess I've just never had it done aggressively at. Me. I know. Oh, he's not trying to say like. Don't worry Listen, about it. Listen, your friend Phil is a flasher. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Phil. We you, love you. You're he's number trying one to give fan. you the the psychological background. He also said. Even though he finds it suspect that Luann returned to rehab on the heels of this case, I can assure you as someone who works with rehabs on a regular basis, not even insert high-end rehab here would take her without some some sort of precipitating substance-related event. I yeah, believe but, that. Yeah, but I mean, that means she could have downed a bottle of wine and then be like, you gotta yeah. take me now. I agree. And I also think that... I, that's probably true, but I don't think she really stopped. I think she got back out of rehab last oh. time and was secretly Having drinking one the or, whole time. one glass. There's, yeah, yeah. Luann needs rehab, like whether she was on a bender sure. or not. I think Luann needs alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. There are some people. Listen, <laughs> clearly, I have a history in this world, but I'm like, there are some people that get sober and you go, thank God. I would say 99% of them, 1% of them, and they happen to be on TV shows that I enjoy watching. I go, I get sober. Why not? Yes, you got arrested. Many, many felonies. But come on. You're renting a place on the Upper West Side. You're fine. Yeah. Your kids are suing you. You're fine. Yeah, no, yeah. everything's fine. Um Anyway, he wrote a couple of other things, but he said, um, Carol versus Bethany. Bethany's an asshole. That's all. 
<laughs> so that's his his way in. Um, thank you for emailing us. Other people, feel free to email us, and yeah. we will read, read your it on emails the <laughs> on the air. Uh, let's get into what we've been texting about, babies. Um, we were texting today, unfortunately, sad news that Demi Lovato has gone into the hospital <sighs> over some sort of heroin situation. She is alert in the hospital. And she's Alert fine. and breathing yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, so she's fine. Wow, that's a new update. I didn't know that. I heard it on the radio. <laughs> I listened to the radio for my uh, updates on celebs. Drug I was talking situations. to my coworker about this because I was like, "Oh my god, heroin!" Like I knew she did. I knew she did cocaine and like alcohol and stuff. But like that seems like such a jump in tier in drug tier to me. And he was like, "Well, she does oxycontin, and for a lot of people, that's like a very similar high." Yeah. And he said that he was um, talking to somebody who like came up partying in the '90s and stuff, and was like, "In the '80s and '90s, like her- I always think of heroin as like a shoot 'em up Mm-mm. situation. You can snort yeah, it. Yeah, you can snort it totally. Which I just don't ever think." of it that way mm-hmm. and he was like in the 80s and 90s like that would just go around at parties people would just be doing bumps of heroin like Whoa. I think of heroin as like a we're in for the night you're, like we're yeah, doing you're under heroin under a bridge and it's yeah not. like I'm not mm-hmm. moving I need a needle I need mm-hmm. my arm and Are a rubber band microdosing heroin Oh my god! I don't think I think microdosing is for psychedelics and stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know. My friend was microdosing mushrooms and said it was really helping his anxiety. I have a friend that did that too. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I've never heard of anybody microdosing like cocaine. Not micro- I, like- I have heard of people being high functioning cokeheads. Not not addicts. High functioning heroin users. Well, have wow. you? Uh, Barry Rothbart has a bit about this subway ad in New York that was like, "Is your heroin use starting to become a problem?" <laughs> yeah. But I think he was like, "What?" Like, I think there's people yeah. that like function, and I, you know, we do for some reason, and it must be like TV, movies, and, and yeah, like, yeah. We've seen heroin as like. Oh, it's it, what? What was that movie? Well, train uh, spotting and train spotting makes you feel like you do heroin and you're just lying on your back for three days. Yeah, you're always your on a mattress without why, sheets. Yeah, that's why it is. I mean, it, I feel a lot of sympathy for Demi, but maybe it is bringing attention to this issue that it can be oh, yes, like no. around us, which totally. is like oh, I, I feel bad for Demi as that well. have died of heroin overdose. Yeah. yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, and. I love Demi. I really do. I watched her documentary on Netflix several times. It really gave me a lot of um, power. What's it called? Skyscraper? No, Probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I watched I just... it once, <laughs> and I hated it, but I'm still rooting for her. Wait, did we watch it? Did I actually we hate it, it when it we together. watched it together, <laughs> I had, and I just remembered it fondly? I had so many strong emotions, though, that I may have pulled you to a dark side that you didn't want to be in. I was really... I don't know why remember that documentary fondly like sometimes I just um, forget what I thought about something and then make it up well we were high okay (laughs) (sighs) well not to make light of drugs but it's okay to just get high and watch the Demi Lovato uh, doc I had no idea but let's talk about something more fun that we watched uh, recently which was Mamma Mia 2 oh Um, my gosh I almost forgot has it been a week Oh no! It was we we oh, recorded we went, last oh, Thursday, yeah, we went so five yeah. days ago. Yeah. God, it feels like a lifetime. It was it was amazing. <laughs> so much has happened. It was quite a good movie, and people that are shitting on it, I, people in you know, critics. first of all, it has a very good Rotten Tomatoes rating. So I don't good. actually think a lot of critics are shitting on it. I think like 
random critics might be. Like the AV Club did it, or the Onion did a great video that was like making fun of reviewers that that hate it, yeah. being like, "You you don't want joy in your life if you don't want this movie." Like yeah. it's 2018, and if you cannot fucking laugh <laughs> yeah. or sing along or bop your head to a mega musical with huge stars and catchy fucking Swedish pop in it, yeah, get out of my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't want you part Just of it. Review it. Yeah. Go review three identical yeah. strangers. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we don't need you reviewing. <laughs> I truly loved it. I think it's my favorite movie I've seen since Paddington 2. <laughs> I, I liked it better than Lady Bird. I liked it better than The Shape of Water. Both those movies combined. <laughs> yeah. I liked it better than... I, I, did, I loved it. I if you're did. talking about pure fun scale, like, yeah, I haven't had as much fun. Maybe Book Club was pretty fun, but this is so better different. Than Book Club. Because it's better because it's music. It was better than the first one. <laughs> and the first one is, I think, not as good because you've seen the... Like, I'd seen the musical three times. So I was like... Me too. Oh, I want it to be the musical and it's not. But yeah. this, you're like, I yeah. think they should make a musical on Mamma Mia too. <laughs> the problem is I, I think I turned to Megan at one point during the movie and just said, I don't remember what happened in the first movie. Yeah, you oh, turned to me. Kara. Yeah. Like, I, I like don't. I but you didn't say that to me until the movie was over. I mean, I, but like, they get married. that movie, I was, like, di- I was like, I was thinking like, maybe they put all three of their sperm in a jar and like shook it up and they like, and that's how it happened. Oh, like, I literally right. don't know how Very this, how these three guys are her dad. Like, I don't get it. But then, I like caught on to what was going on, and I was, and then, but uh, you know, you can't not dance to Dancing Queen. No, so so you know, you don't have to know what's going. on. It was on. really fun, and nobody had like a horrible voice because I feel like in the first one we were all like Pierce Brosnan do less, you know, <laughs> yeah, and like he only had like one quick little like wistful two lines like singing like, out talk, to the ocean talking, he's like talk singing, singing yeah. to the ghost of Meryl Streep and um, you know sorry spoilers she did actually Megan already <laughs> told you that last week oh um, I've known for months oh yeah you're the one that told me I didn't know um, but that doesn't matter you still get to see Meryl Streep but they I, as I told you guys I bought the soundtrack immediately after leaving <laughs> in, the the parking bought it in the parking lot <laughs> bought it uh, as I was driving don't recommend that but I was at a stoplight Bought it was eleven ninety nine, well spent. And from listening to the soundtrack, they do it's for some reason it's not the music. Like you know, in one of the songs, she's sort of like Downton Abbey gals, kind of like talking at the beginning. They don't do everything is like studio version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. A little you wanted to hear that. some of those intros. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to hear her. Like when on you the could stage. do an original Broadway recording of something. Exactly. Yes, but. Well, she was good too, Lily James. Oh, I loved her. Lily James. She yeah, was she great. was great. She's and so beautiful. I did. Her think body was sick. Great body. Like, I thought that but like they, has nice curves. How? How? I thought that the younger version of Firth and the younger version of Brosnan looked the same. I couldn't tell them apart. No, I thought it was the same guy. Yeah, I was confused. Is, is Harry yeah. gay in the movie? No, he's Firth. Wait, Firth. Oh, is he? I don't know. I I like, couldn't remember. Because he's the only one that doesn't end up with like sort of a romantic, right? But like, and I mean, but is he just like divo- who is one of them's divorced? I thought that was Pierce Brosnan, and then I was like, is he gay? I couldn't remember. Oh, but it doesn't matter. I couldn't remember either. Plot doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. There's so much, and like I was thinking. 
excuse me, about my friend Elliot the whole time who hated book club and like really ripped apart all these little specifics about it. And I was thinking about how he would rip apart Mamma Mia. And there were some really funny like bits, but like you should really dismiss it all as complete camp and it doesn't matter. And like, but like I loved, there's a duet between Andy Garcia, who as Megan pointed out is having a big year. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He is a postmenopausal sex symbol for a lot of women. And he and... Cher are singing a duet to each other and she's up top of a balcony and he's down below and they neither of them will do choreography and so they just stand there <laughs> yeah. slowly moving towards each other yeah. and that's the whole song there of Fernando. In the air that night yeah, and they just, I mean, they threw in a that lot was good, of Megan. Fernando. Wow, about your share? Yeah. So like, how do we end up singing every podcast? Kara fights so Megan's hard trying to get discovered. It. And I'm not good. <laughs> I'm not good. Oh, God. I was just sure. thinking as I got out of the car, though, that we have never done karaoke together, and we should really I would, do it. I, really I love karaoke. I only do Terrified. one song. Terrified of it. One song. Why? No one's, like, there for a performance of good music. It's really scary to me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm really... I, like, love karaoke. I'm terrified of it. Oh, you got to just find... You know what you got to do? You just got to find a couple songs that you feel really confident doing. Yeah. Okay. A talk like, song. Like, don't go to a karaoke party, and then someone's like, Megan, do Waterfalls with me, no. and you're like, uh... like I think I have to do Cher. Yeah. yeah. That was really natural. I only, (laughs) I only do twist and shout. Only that's That's the only one I do because it's really easy. Everyone knows it, and you can dance to it. And it's just very like shake it up, you know what I mean. You don't even have to sing. Yeah, my go-to is "We Belong" by Pat Benatar. Oh, I love that's my favorite. Sing it. Can you try it? We belong to the night. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Classic, classic, classic. My best friend from high school and I, Lindsay, we love Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock's picture. (laughs) Everyone Um, did it in karaoke one time on Cape Cod with a man with one leg. Didn't realize he had one leg until I looked over halfway through the song. I mean, we did it. Do it and do it. Bombed so hard. I mean, keep. We had someone film us and like. I wait. You were setting yourself up for failure. I with know, that one. I thought we were I thought we were gonna like harmonize and it was horrible. Seeing yourself in the sober light of day singing karaoke it, like oh, the that next is a day. great song though. Yeah. I'll do it with you, Megan. But we'll there harmonize. was also a woman I think Lindsay goes to this it's uh, this place in Indianapolis that is really fun. And every time we go there, she's like, you got fingered here. And I'm like, no, I didn't. That place closed. Uh, <laughs> stop saying that. It's a no longer a right. I went out of business. All right. <laughs> so we were at this place and there's like a 90 year old woman who like brought in her own cushion to put on the patio. Like cute little sweetie. Oh. And I go, oh my God, look at this woman. And Lindsay turns. She goes, I hate that cunt. <laughs> I go, what? And she goes, we had a Wait, fight over a cigarettes. television show about like regulars at a karaoke bar is <laughs> yeah. a really good fucking Ooh. idea. Writing it's a reality, pilot right now. Reality show. I'd watch a reality show about that. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, there's no stakes. No one's going to like win the karaoke Olympics. I know you Maybe don't you watch Idol, but there are people on Idol that you're like, oh, you're the Best at, at like karaoke. Sacramento karaoke. Yeah. yeah and then they come on and they're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. When you turn the music off, they're like, what are notes? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. how to do this. Um, that is so funny. Yeah. I, but I, in case anybody didn't hear me, I did do a duet to picture with a man with, with a one man leg. With a man with one leg. Who <laughs> was really did, crazy. Did you guys kiss afterwards? No. Who were you? Cheryl Crow? I was Cheryl Crow. How'd you meet him? He was like, do you want to do this with me? And I was like, sure. I don't know how I didn't notice he owned... 
I think he took a leg off. Honestly, I got to call my friend and ask her, like, what happened. But I looked over at one point and I was like, this man only has one leg. This is crazy. I didn't realize that. It was bonkers. I've many a men with le- I've drank out of sure, a Sure, but did you ever, like, notice post a conversation? Leg. And, like, you, like, you're halfway through a conversation with them and singing a karaoke song with them and then you realize they only have one leg? I don't see I limbs. Think- <laughs> <laughs> so. You're so woke. Yeah. Um, okay, also... Guys, we, we had, Megan had a beautiful little housewarming party this week, oh, past yeah. weekend. That was really fun. CJ made a grill. CJ put together a grill, was the grill master. Your house is very cute. It was hot. It was nice inside. No one wanted to be with me inside. I was inside. I was with you inside. Thank you. But at first, I mean, people got there and were like, where is everybody? I was like, well, there's 30 people outside and no one inside. <laughs> I had to me. keep going outside because all the food was inside yeah. and I was just shoveling yeah. food uh-huh. into my face. And then Lindsay Adams showed up with three ice cream <sighs> icebox cases. If you have not had an icebox cake, get out right now and so make good. one. They are so good. And that what was makes something an icebox cake? I think what she was saying is it's heavy whipping cream, okay. and then you like layer it with what you. So there was one that was like strawberry shortcake. Yeah, because they were yeah. also fluffy, and, <laughs> and like, then you really freeze good. it. Yeah, you freeze it. Mm. So it's like not an ice cream cake. It's like a frozen. It's like Cool Whip frozen. And you don't almost. have it super frozen. Um, just that was cold. So good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was lots of delicious food there. Really? There, the, I texted Kara this the next day. Tons of food. I mean, people just kept bringing and bringing and bringing and bringing food that I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The only thing left was veggie dogs. Ah, which I brought. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a sack of veggie dogs. And one other person had them, so I feel like I made somebody else's barbecue dreams come true. Because I love... I miss hot dogs from when I ate meat, and I feel like I like the whole bun, hot, like, ketchup, mustard delivery system, and so I eat a rubber band veggie burger, uh, veggie dog, and it's the same thing, you know? But uh, I will say, like, isn't that, like, when I was in New York and I would have parties, I would be like, there's just no way we're going to drink all this alcohol. Oh, there's yeah. just no way we're going to drink all this alcohol. <laughs> and then at 4 a.m. I would look in the fridge and then people would be like, there's nothing left. we got to yeah. go get more alcohol. <laughs> I, I was like, I can't believe we always got through all yeah, of it. Yeah, but then you go around the next day picking up the party and there's like a million half-drinking beers yeah. and you're just like, I'm never having a party we again. We didn't have that many. Ha- we had a lot of half-drink LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> but no half-drink beers. Yeah. That's more offensive. I, I was trying to yeah. stay hydrated. I mean... There, we also have lots of leftover wine. I think I've told both of you. We're going to have to, when my mom's in town. Yeah, you got to have a party have after the party. Come, I don't want a party ever again. Um, <laughs> no, I do. Are you it's, mad that I brought this up? <laughs> no, no, no. I actually, it's really fun, but you do realize why people rotate having parties. Because I remember leaving your New Year's Eve party and being like, that sucks. Because there was so much shit everywhere. And then I woke up Sunday and I was like, well... Karma's really got me in a bind on this one. And like, I woke up and did probably like 45 minutes of cleaning, then went back and laid, and then CJ did the rest. Yeah. I like one time when Megan and CJ were first dating, and he was still like really working to impress her. We threw a wild party that yeah. like New Year's Eve. Full, yeah, it was New Year's Eve, full destruction. And oh, like, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next morning, he got up and cleaned, cleaned the whole thing for us while we slept. <laughs> yeah. I wish, yeah, that was the best. He said he likes to clean. He did like a, he was hungover or he would have done it all this Sunday. But I got up and threw out all the garbage. I had to leave to go to a show and then I really wanted to come back, but it didn't get out. And I was like, 
Oh, it's too hard to start over again getting drunk. I do、know? have to say, um, who controlled the living room television and why was it mostly skate videos? Not me, obviously. <laughs> Sounds like what? That's why I went in my room at 11 p.m. <laughs> while there was still. Dozens of people there and watched "Are You the One?" Blackout drunk. <laughs> Watch three episodes. Blackout drunk. Have to rewatch them.、I、Wait, had, is there a new season? Not "Are You the One." I'm sorry, Love Island. Oh, I'm、God. getting my. I don't remember if you guys came to the、confused. party that I had when it was like my birthday slash like a housewarming. I was out of town, but I remember my, this. Well, I I went. Yeah, I Ricky Carmona gave me. A joint that was so strong that I went to bed at like ten thirty while the party was in full、yeah. swing.、Mm-hmm. That's the best. I just said to Jared, "I'm gonna lie down for a few minutes," and then I woke up <laughs> and, and it was、move. over. Oh. Megan did that during our New Year's Eve party and left me out there with all those people. She was just like, "I'm gonna go check my room for in the dark closed." <laughs> that's I don't care, but everybody can do it.、Mm-hmm. It's it, that's, that's the thing. It's like I I can't be shamed out of it because、yeah. everyone is allowed. That's why that's the benefit of throwing a party.、Mm-hmm. Right? You go bye. Yeah, I don't care. Leave, yeah, leave. Have, but the parties we had in New York would go till like four, though. Like people would not leave. This、yeah. went until like two thirty. Wow! But I wasn't there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you didn't go to the second half. <laughs> Couldn't be found. And I definitely, you know, what I did not think we would run out of was weed. People brought like um, someone brought like a little cigarette pack full of joints. Gone. I mean, there was so much weed there. Gone. gone, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? I'm just liking、yeah. that you went into your room at your own party and then watched not one, not two, but three <laughs> episodes well, of television. Because I woke up the next day while the party was happening British, in your living room. It's a lot of subtitles because it's British and it's tough. I'm being told that Love Island is like a must watch. <gasps> I heard I the、it. same thing last night、it. at a bar from a stranger. Well, we should pick that up when we get back from our little break. We're gonna take a quick little break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk garbage. Songfinch is a personalized gifting company that brings stories, feelings, and memories to life through one-of-a-kind songs. With personalized songs starting at ninety-nine dollars and delivered within seven days, their community of professional songwriters—oh my god—will handcraft the best gift you can give. They can create songs for all kinds of occasions. You could do your wedding, birthdays, holidays—I don't know—a bat mitzvah. What is it when they? Circumcise anything. They'll write a song for you. It's very simple. Head over to songfinch.com and click "Get Your Song" on the homepage and get started on the song creation process. You'll fill in the story and details that you want included. Maybe some fun little tidbits, a little shade, some <laughs> mood, genre, vocalist type, and then Songfinch will take that info and have your song finished within seven days, which is great because I've done things on different apps and it's been two weeks and then it never arrived. When the song is finished, you'll get a personalized URL called your story. Homepage where you can listen to your song, learn about the artist, download, share, read the lyrics, and more. Go to songfinch.com. That's S-O-N-G-F-I-N-C-H.com, and use the promo code LTAT for twenty dollars off your personalized song from scratch. So only seventy nine dollars for your first song. Kara, Christy, I want a song stat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're back from that extensive break, and <laughs> it's time for garbage disposal. Biggest gift for LSL with Lady Gaga and Anna Samberg. The guy that did it did my dress. 
I felt a compulsion to do that too. What was it about the way she said that? We actually do have a musical thing that happens when we do that. You guys have heard it. Um, Okay, really quickly, I don't want to bring up a bummer, but we did talk about the real house. We did talk about the ladies of London last week, how someone passed away. We just want everyone to know she died of a stroke, which is very tragic. And I'm going to talk to my brother about it because he's a neurologist and and strokes are his passion. Yeah. But. In the meantime, I just didn't want anyone to think that it was something more nefarious. Anyway, um, like a murder. (laughs) Well, because Ladies of London has had perhaps a murder. Yeah. (laughs) What? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I think I said this Noel, her fiance killed himself, but people are like, maybe it was the Russian mob. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I skipped over that. She was only on season one. Oh, yeah. You're like a season one. You're like the only person I've ever met that's watched season one. I didn't even do season one. Thank you. (laughs) You're a Ladies of London completist. And guess what? I watched it twice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would watch it now. Um, So let's go back to what we were talking about before the break Love Island. I haven't watched it. Uh, My good friend who is um, from the UK. Irish oh. told me that I have to watch it that it's amazing Ashling B she's oh, got a yes. Netflix special coming up she's everybody check it funny. out she's yeah. like you have to watch it you have to watch it and I'm like okay it's on Netflix um, it's on Hulu it? oh Hulu Lisa got me onto it and yeah, she, uh, she she'd told been me about telling it. me you have to you have to and I didn't and then she was like I'm hurt at this point yeah. like why don't you trust me <laughs> and then we watched one episode together and I was like I'm hooked I can't believe this I'm so sorry yeah. she had me start are all the people British yeah <gasps> oh, okay. she had now me I'm into start it. season 2 um, and I don't know why. Like, she was having a real dilemma of, like, ooh, ooh. so I jumped in at season two because it's it's kind of like how Are You the One Is or mm-hmm. The Bachelor. A it's a way. new crew. Each, so um, I missed out on if there was ever some sort of explaining of, but what's nice is, which is kind of how Are You the One Is, but Are You the One has much more structure. Um, Love Island just makes up rules as they go. Oh, yeah. So people can be thrown off. At any moment. That's like X on the Beach, too. It's crazy. I mean, I stopped watching X on the Beach because of Love Island. Because I was like, I don't need this shit. Mm -hmm. And I've started talking about it on stage because I just want to find out who's, like, watching it. People are watching it. Really? (laughs) People are watching it. Uh, Uproars when I bring it up. I know. It's for real. Oh, wow. Okay. If you want to be a real trash bag. Like I said, right now I'm I'm paying for Hulu solely to watch A Handmaid's Tale, and it just ended. Like, I don't watch anything else on Hulu. (laughs) Because I have t- oh, cable right, right, right. and I, I have Netflix. Either. Then get in on, you, on yeah. uh, Love Island. I'm going to get in on Love Island. And also the the third season of Unreal, the fourth and final season of Unreal is on Hulu. Mm. Stop season two. Me too. Go oh, and I, it got bad, but I, I'm a completist. Like, I'll watch anything. The first that. season Except blew for my mind. Except for Westworld, which I fucking so quit. Good. As someone is, like, who works in reality TV, the first season did fuck me up a little bit. Like, I really... It was amazing. There yeah. were some things that I that she does that I've, like, actually learned and applied to my job. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, replace the like medication. manipulating certain people the yeah. way that she, like, comes at people. Because, like, you really... I, and now I just see that when I watch reality TV and being on set and, like, seeing the way producers work. So much of it is just, like, manipulating the contestant into believing that they're she making that decision. She talks to every person, man, woman, regardless of age, like she wants to fuck them. Much, so. <laughs> I like, am reading Bachelor Nation right now, mm. the Bachelor book. So I'm working with an editor on my job right now who edited on a bunch of seasons of The Bachelor. Uh, I don't yeah, know if that it, means I mean, they anything. just, they talk a lot. Like, who, uh, what is the actor? 
actress's name. I really like her. The um, like the executive producer. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm.、Um, she's sure, an actress. I know who you're talking but, about. No, I'm saying on Unreal. Oh, oh, Constance Zimmer. Yes, 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 yes. So she's very much based on a real person. Oh, really? Um, who they like profile in the book. <gasps> There's、mm-hmm. a real Quinn. Can I just、Quinn、say her name? After all my years of working in reality TV, I've never had. Anyone gets so excited about a show I've worked on, then like everyone is obsessed with Doctor Pimple Popper.、No. Oh, I'm not even kidding you, people.、Nope. No. Every time I go to a party in LA and I tell people that I worked on that show, there's always girls there that are like stoked on it.、Yep. It has this. When we were casting it, they told us this thing that like people have this weird reaction to pus. Like it soothes I hate them. It. No, it、yeah. makes me sick. It soothes the, soothes them in certain circumstances, does, and like even my friends that I like really respect. Like high, like exec people that work in Netflix, like executives. They, you know, honestly, it's garbage. They one、like. time, Tosh did like a visual gag on his show that I just caught at the end of another show that involved like a zit that like that like got popped and all this pus came out. And I truly like cannot ever look、yeah. at Tosh ever again. Imagine your、so、job being weeding through、yeah. hundreds of those.、No. Like I had yeah, so I, many videos I, I had、like、to watch. We might have to just like move on because I I can't talk <laughs> about this. It's making me sick. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Orange County. Sorry.、Yeah. Orange County. I went into it with an open mind. So, second episode just aired last night. I do think this. I don't know. I mean, we've got this Kelly Vicky situation. Well, I guess that's. I also、in. just saw today online in a group that I'm in that the new girl that has the three.、Oh, I'm sorry, they both have three kids. The new the one, one who's from Long Island. Like, yeah, the Long Island yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Gets divorced on the show this. She <gasps> know. Wait, that is. Oh yeah, because he's living in L. A. and well, she's living in. Yeah.、OC. And did you notice they wouldn't show his face? Yeah, he didn't、uh, Facetime. The husband's always Facetime, and they showed two wedding pictures, and, and they were and no, his it was the back of his head, or like they're them holding、oh. hands. Because I'm like, give me this motherfucker's face.、Yeah. That's crazy. Because the first ep, or like this week's ep, she was all like, it's great. It works, it works for us. For us. Yeah, wait till when it. Yeah, Gina don't wrote, have good track record. Somebody on wrote, no,、um, like, oh, I think that she knew she was getting divorced, and that's why she、uh, got on the show. And、so、I just wrote in the comments, I wrote Lilypad. Have you guys ever heard on、yeah. on Bitch Sesh when that woman that worked、yeah. for ABC talked、yeah. about? But I also say good for her. Yeah, bitch, you got to make、Lily、money Pad, now. Yeah, fucking ass away. Do yeah. it. Yeah, I think you should.、Her、kids seem funny. Yeah, she's, she's too. I don't think I can watch、cool. her parents. No, of course she's a. She's a. She was like, what she call herself? Her survivalist? a survivalist parent, which is like letting your kids do whatever the fuck. Yeah, they but、want. they were funny. I went、yeah. to watch the children. Yeah, when she goes, go out and get me rosemary from the yard, and that kid just pulled a <laughs> rosemary bush like out of the ground. <laughs> okay, I have a theory. When Vicky called Kelly to be like, I just made up with Eddie and Tamara. Kelly already knew all that information about Vicky setting up Michael. Yeah, yeah. She was like, Oh, they were. Ha-. She sounded pissed already on the phone. Definitely, Kelly. Yeah, definitely, because she knew Vicky was coming over that night. Yeah, and she was going to confront her with that info. Yeah, she seemed, Is that what happens? At oh the my end god, of the episode. Because、yeah. oh, Vicky.、Yeah. Sorry, I've only three there's quarters. There's a fight. There's a fight. So Vicky walks Jared in. Jared got home, and I'm not allowed to watch it in front of. Him. So, Vicky walks in, and then within like two seconds,、mm-hmm. Kelly brings it up.、Mm-hmm. Like it's like she was waiting to pounce. Like here it goes. The、yeah. second she walked in,、oh. I'm sure they're like, "We need this on camera. This can't be like a phone conversation." Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch it as soon as I get home. It's you don't have to. I、yeah. that's my thing is when I finished that episode, even though there was that fight, I was still like, "All right, yawn." Okay. 
I didn't mean to say, by the way, that Jared doesn't allow me to watch OC. He j- he doesn't like the OC ones. He'll watch New York while I'm in the room. Oh, while he's in I, the room. I turned it on and CJ goes, I like the black ladies better. Yeah. <laughs> and Atlanta, I'm like, he goes, these Potomac. women are like sad and weird. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're trashy. Ken- they're bad. These are Trump voters. Did you guys hear Kenya's fired? I know, I'm sad. And speaking of hiring Kenya? and firings, oh, yeah. can yeah. we please talk about, well, real quickly, to cap out OC, I don't care about Eddie's heart condition either. Oh, boo. Who wrote that today? I, Which one of you? Me. I think he's One of you texted fine. and said, Eddie's heart condition? I was like, don't care. I just care what you said that Tamara does a... <laughs> what did you say? I say she does She does cry talking, and it's really <laughs> gross. I hate it. It's just so hard for me to watch it. I hate it. It's so much. He had a Grey Goose martini. At lunch. Yeah, like, he's, I think he's fine. Okay. At lunch, too. Like, I'm sorry. If the worst thing in your life is that you can't work out anymore, that but you sounds pretty, sounds cool. pretty fucking yeah, good, pretty dude. Awesome. <laughs> like, no one has ever, no one has once said, like, this heart condition could be fatal. It's all about whether he can hike again yeah. or whatever. As someone who would like to someday have a banquet booth in my kitchen, the booth in her new house is fucking infuriating. Yeah. It's giant. It looks like a goddamn cheesecake factory. <laughs> it's huge. It really and I'm does. like, listen, oh, I know I gotta... you've had seven husbands and you're estranged <laughs> from all your kids, but they're not all getting around this mud table. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> and it's like painted. It's it's truly like an HGTV I need to pay more attention. Wrong. I like look at my computer but while I'm watching. The thing is, the show is bad and boring, yeah. so this is what I have to do. Right. We have to be... <laughs> no, Ma- right. Dan and I we were watching The Bachelorette last night and I go, wait, did the last three bachelors have um, good houses? And I said, Megan taught me to always look at the houses of the families. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The editor that I was working with said that it's like, honestly, to the T, if you match up the seasons, the exact same thing happens on episode two every season, episode five every yeah. season, episode seven. Like, yeah. if there's not an enemy by episode, th- a villain by episode three, like, we got to get one. Well, because yeah. it's a story arc. You right. Know, it's but they follow. never, they always do the villain. They never toss it up. Like, it's always the same. They always introduce the villain at the end of the first episode and then through the second. And then around episode three, they pit two people against each other that are later going to go on the two on one date together. But it's like set in the next yeah. Episodes are setting up that two on one day, and two on one is new. And I mean, I, it's new within the last probably four or five why years. Why the fuck would anyone go on a two? What's a f- two, on two on one? It's like that if we were enemies, they would send us on a date with Ari, uh-huh. and then he would pick one of us, and then the other one would get left in the desert. Truly, they left this one girl on an island sobbing, just like, and then there was like, is that her elimination? Yeah, yeah. Uh, They just no rose on an island. No rose, no rose. If you're stuck on the island, no rose, no ride home. Wow. Yeah. No, No, they pick them up. I bet. That's aggressive. This book is good. I think um, you have it. I, I do. feel like I saw it. Dan got Well, it. but real quick, back to casting decisions, because we were just talking about Kenya getting fired, which I think is true. I think no, they it offered is. her it's friend con- of, and yeah, she said confirmed. no. But um, Denise Richards is possibly joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, what, what are we our We need thoughts? something. That could be, someone needs to shake up Beverly Hills. It's getting just as boring here's, as the OC. Here's the thing I get weary of. They need of. to all take a page from New York. I get nervous when a network just goes for the celebrity hire instead of the interesting hire because uh-huh. sometimes we get a celebrity that has nothing going on in their life. You but, know what I mean? But Teddy is boring as fuck and like we can always do better than Teddy. I, I think Teddy's staying, I well, like Teddy. But she's boring. You can like her. 
I guess. I thought she was. She started a whole you're drama. Right, you're about right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Time. She did. They she did stir the pot effectively. Yeah, but on paper, she's not as interesting as like yeah. someone going through a divorce. Denise or Richards. Something. I mean, like she's from Charlie Sheen world. Like, yeah, she knows drama. I just you know? hope. Yeah, you I make hope a she good brings point. it. You're like I hope. There's something happening. I hope she brings, she brings Charlie. In, because sometimes when you get a celebrity, their husbands won't film. I love my kids and yeah. I take them to school. Remember when they... F- no. Okay, who did they hire on Atlanta? Tootie. Oh, Tootie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kim she Fields. was a bad yeah. hire. And Christian. Because she, she had nothing going on You're in right. her life. Too Christian. And they just went the celebrity yeah. route. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I'm not going to do this. Like, on cam- like she wouldn't yeah. do anything. It was boring. Camera. Yeah. You're right. And I'm worried about And Jimmy they let Richards. her do that because she's... They yeah. were like, well, you are kind of above us somehow. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. They're, maybe they're paying her more than a regular off the street. I bet they wife. are. Yeah. I bet they are. I bet Bravo wants to be like, look at what we did, yeah. Denise yeah. Richards. I wouldn't mind seeing Denise Richards and Erica Jane go twelve rounds, <laughs> <laughs> not like in the ring, but like <laughs> totally. Bitch, you you lip sync. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was in Wild Things. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so many guys have jerked off. To well, Erica Jane, I, I got guys, wet. Erica Jane might not be coming back. I thought she was. No, I think she might not be, and that's why they're probably going for this. Confirmed, she's coming back. Really? I think. Where are you so. getting your information? Do Internet blogs. Internet. Do you have alerts for Jerica Jane? Listen, Andy and I've been texting. <laughs> um, okay, Southern Charm reunion. The first, I'm. We need Ashley. We're waiting for yeah. Ashley. Mm-hmm. She looks so skinny. I know it is funny. She looks how, so, how at one so point sad. she's like, Ugh, "Is this an intervention?" It's like no one here cares enough about you to throw to an intervention. Yeah. We'll let you die. So yeah. true. We will let you so waste true. away. So true. Um, and at least she copped to that hair flipping thing. She's oh like, yeah. Do something with my hair where I won't flip it like an idiot yeah. for twenty five minutes. And she's minutes. wearing white. How much Xanax oh do you think god. she's on? I mean, oh my god! I mean, with a body weight, a body uh, mass of that <laughs> half of a tablet, right? you I look mean, that tiny on camera. Oh yeah. yeah. And when oh, I've seen some photos where she looks like uh, she's emaciated. Even emaciated? Did I just say emaciated? It's uh, emaciated. It's the first one. Oh yeah, I guess I did feel bad, and I hoped this didn't cause like a long-standing riff in their friendship when Catherine sort of called out Naomi for yeah. being like, you don't really like your boyfriend, which... I, you I, could, I think you could see from Naomi's well, reaction that she thought that was a lie. I think she also could have been like, yeah, I mean, we're in a... I feel like we've all probably said about men we love and relationships we've been in like yeah and you know when we first started dating it was like da, 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 da. now we're kind oh, of plateau yeah. like I that's also not thought crazy that was, right to say that the beginning spark is gone is like yeah that's what it is it's a beginning yeah. spark yeah, it can't yeah, last yeah, yeah. but you're still with him yeah. which means you actually genuinely do like yeah I, so i do think i don't think Catherine was lying and i don't think naomi was lying but i was like i hope this doesn't because naomi seemed very like Piss. Yeah. yeah. And that, and uh, you know that Catherine said that to Craig in like a kind of a comforting, wasn't, pro- pro- I doubt she was like going in there trying to throw Naomi under the bus. Mm. And so I am sad if they fight because Craig I like that psycho. I think, I think Craig Catherine still got those. Ca- Craig seems Ooh, so I psycho. I think she's still got those. You think those. she's calculated? I think she ah. is very close with Craig. And Craig was talking shit about Naomi. And Ooh. I think. Naomi's life does look very perfect, and she was probably like, "Yeah, she's kind of lying." Yeah, Ooh. and maybe Catherine, because she doesn't. Maybe she, I don't really think she's a girl's girl. I don't know, but this season she kind of came around. But maybe she might. She used to like be a part of the boys' oh, club. Yeah, Catherine is 
head and shoulders better than she used to be. Her life is together. She's going to get those kids. Do I think she should like run for Senate? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. Still isn't like a mentally fully stable my person. Sister, my sister texted me yesterday and goes, do you watch Southern Charm? And I go, I just got into it now. She's like, I'm starting from the beginning and I can't tell what's going on with Catherine. Like she oh sometimes looks really pretty and sometimes I think she's so pale and weird looking and I go, yeah. I think I solved it. She looks good with makeup on. Yeah. yeah. Right? With like, oh, and, and I love Catherine, but like it's how I love like Sonia. Yeah. You know, it's like a flawed oh, person. You should get your kids over this rapist. Right. But I do think you have She's tendencies 26. to be yeah. you can you still got some malice in the in that blood, as you should. You're yeah. in a you're in a tough spot and you gotta have a backbone. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked Naomi's nose before. Yeah. It's very button, like, perfect now. But I get what she's saying. It's like, yeah. the fuck? It's her in the face. It's, yeah, yeah. She's but unhappy. I just, of okay. course, she looked beautiful But I'm before. just judging her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I also got what Craig, Craig was saying. You yeah. know, it's like, if someone I loved drastically, or, you know, changed their appearance, I would be sad. Yeah. Yeah. I but told you, just... I've, I've said many times that I want to get a nose job, and my husband is like, I he says he says I will leave you. I think he's kidding, but he would be really really pissed if I did it. Yeah, and I get, I get yeah that's real because you learn to love someone's flaws. You know what I mean? Like I dated a guy with a butt chin. And I was like I'm into butt chins now, but <laughs> now I'm like you know like that's not my type. <laughs> but you love them because it's part. Of, like he was yeah. saying, who I fell in love with, she isn't anymore. I don't know. It has I follow her. I watch all of her stories. I'm very invested in her and this new boyfriend. And now that these like. She's. It's like her life is a lot. It, it is a lot of like swipe up. It's all swipe up to buy this. Is moment. she interesting on the show outside of the Craig shit? I think she is in the sense of she was the one that like yelled at JD and like she's very smart. She is very well traveled. She's uh-huh. like a cool person that we would be friends with. Okay. I do believe that, but I do think. When your Instagram is just swipe up for this hat on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, Craig's got what some What does she points. do? Naomi? Uh, She's in school oh. or something to be <laughs> she, like a I don't think something. She does anything. I think she maybe, uh, no, I don't think oh, she She's does. dating a doctor. Oh, does she just have like family money and lives yeah. off of that? Yeah, yeah, she has family money. She did, she was getting her master's, but yeah. I don't know. And her family her owns like, like a restaurant. Sexy European yeah. people. Yeah. Her mom looks like Yolanda. Mm-hmm. Her mom looks exactly Oh, really? Yolanda. And her dad looks like Ratatouille. <laughs> you guys, what do you think Yolanda's up to? Oof. In the wake of David Foster divorcing her and getting reengaged okay, can in I, two minutes. Speaking of other things, David Bador, did you see this today? He got a matching tattoo with his new girlfriend. Ew, he's a piece of shit. Today, and they were both like flaunting it on sh- social media. And it's like, <sighs> Shannon is a very broken, like, oh my God, th- every episode she just cries. Have, have they this. been divorced yet, though, Shannon and David? Because I, mean, I, I think once she gets the money that's coming, David's girlfriend's going to be like, bye. I, I think, think Shannon's going to drain him. I don't think there is money. I think, I think she, you're right. She, Why David, would he have a hot young girlfriend? David asked for spousal support from, from Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Because he used to have a bunch of money. It's like mm-hmm. he's a contractor, right? Yeah. yeah, has his own construction But, firm. like, why does any man have a hot young girlfriend? We date broke loser. We know broke loser comics with hot young girlfriends, you know? Yeah, but they're, like, yeah, I guess. I just feel like there's a facade David Bedore is much older. There's a, there's a facade there of money. There is a facade sure. of money. Yeah. And they're like, maybe that she likes the drama. Maybe she's a fan of the fucking housewives. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think he's broke. But I don't think it's, like... 
Mm, yeah, I, I bet just... his net worth is one to two million dollars at most. <gasps> Hmm. I know. Although he I paid feel... for that Mexico trip, she's yeah, taking her girls to Mexico. I feel for those daughters. I, to, I think those daughters are going to lash out against her at some point because she is a really annoying mom. <laughs> she made them crazy. be in a band. She's, she's a crazy. Lock. Remember that lock. They were and called Lock. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies of Ladies Rock. Ladies of Rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's such a band Thank name a mom would make up. up. That's, a, also, that's like a b- mom band. It's just sad, too, when they were... When You're not ladies and you don't rock. You <laughs> You're see, 12. Did you see when Tamara was FaceTiming with her when she was in the car wash? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Shannon's like, yeah, one year ago today we were... Here and our fi- and Shannon's like yeah or Tamara's like are you having fun with your daughter so it's like you still have three healthy beautiful daughters yeah. that you're on a, an amazing trip with yeah like mm. buck the fuck up and she's you're like maybe you guys could come down here we could get wasted you're a yeah. mom. I can't I mean knock on wood my parents never got divorced but I just don't I can't imagine if my mom was like moping around about I don't know I think that's just something you gotta shield from your kids is that better than what's Kelly what Kelly's doing no No. (laughs) Kelly is so like there's there's a preview for next week's episode where she's straight up like talking to her daughter about the girls and the daughter has to be like well, mom, if they're being mean to you, maybe they're not your friend. Yeah, I it's love like, it when the kids are the voice of reason. Um, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly was like, yeah, so Michael. She said Michael to their daughter. <laughs> like, if my mom was ever like, you know, Jeff has been out. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I mean, dad? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. weird. So weird. I, I love when the kids have, like, more common sense. Like, Gia's always like that. She's yeah. like, mom, like, <laughs> if they're being rude to you, just stop fucking talking to them. <laughs> but also, like, you, well, Brianna does it, too. Mom, you say they mean things all the time. <laughs> yeah. Brianna Vicky's like, daughter? Yeah, but I, I don't know. Yeah. And remember a long time ago, Dina's daughter on New Jersey? Yeah. Oh, who? I love Lexi. her. Lexi. Lexi. She's a hot She's hot. Now. She's hot. I, I knew it. Like, I was like, I had a hard time finding it when I would look at Lexi. I'd be like, I can't see how you're going to be hot, but now I feel like I feel I've like seen skinny. it. skinny. seen photos. When you're skinny when you're 12, it's going to work out for yeah, you. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> yeah. When you're like... Bang and body when you're 12. Be wary. Yeah. <laughs> when you're fat when you're 12, it might still work yeah, out. She was like, <laughs> That's so I want to go to college. That's like the most true assessment I've ever heard yeah. of those three body types. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. R.I.P. Lexi. Just kidding. She's alive. Um, one last reality show tidbit is that we received confirmation that Lindsay Lohan's reality show is a go. Woo. And it is filming right now in Greece. Oh. I'm in it for the B-roll. Greece is so fucking boner time if you like to travel. Like, it's so good. It's so blue. It's so blue and beautiful. I mean, it's Mamma Mia, you know? Like, mm, yeah. I love that shit. Um, so I think it's going to be good. I was a little bit disappointed in the original reality show she did for... Oprah? E? No. Oh. Different. She did one. What, what was the one she did? Was it the Oprah one? Wait. I think it was... I, did they have, like, a tanning salon? <laughs> no, it was basically... A, a, it was trying to be an artsy docu-series. It was right. like the first time I heard the term docu-series. Mm. <laughs> and it was like trying to be a reality show that was like kind of classy. And it was mostly just Lindsay not showing up for call times mm-hmm. and people just knocking on doors and her not answering. I bet. So that one I found boring. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really down for what she's up to now. I'm... I'm Fake accent. Yeah, she's her crazy pan, town. Her pan-European accent. I'm excited uh, for we that. We didn't really touch on New York, but let's just... 
We'll Wait, because ha- New York hasn't happened since we last did a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to say something, we can. Oh, I was just going to say. Have you, sa- have you thought is- a little bit more about Bethany and Carol and you nah, wanted to get more in? But the boat's coming. The boat, the, is boat is the boat coming. is coming. The boat is coming. The boat is on tonight or tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah, that's the problem when we talk. Well, for you cable Tuesdays. ladies, Megan, you've changed since you got cable. I don't have cable. I have YouTube TV, what? and I highly recommend it. You can get it too. Oh, all this time I was like, Megan's watching Housewives live now. I'm watching it live on YouTube TV. What? You can watch TV live. It's like ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. Um, I'm a for it. I think it's 30, 40 bucks a month. Wow, TV is over. Oh my gosh. TV is over. I feel bad for thinking you're a bougie cable subscriber. No, I mean, we have every single channel. So (laughs) at this point, why not just have it? But no, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it because I, you know what? Fuck. What? (sighs) I'm going to Canada tomorrow and they don't, the Bravo doesn't stream there properly. (gasps) You're going to have to get a VPN. <laughs> I don't know. All the boys have them. You're gonna <laughs> like, buy it on iTunes. And a you're VPN gonna... is like it basically masks your location, so you can download stuff. Oh God, maybe I should just be in the moment. <laughs> Wait till I get back, but I don't know if I can. That's really sad. Well, best of best luck on your travels to uh, Canada. Um, let's get right into where you've been, boo boo. Uh, this was requested, I believe, a few weeks ago. You guys wanted to know what happened to one Miss She's All That, Rachel Lee oh, Cook. Yes. Um, Rachel Lee Cook, you guys. It's unfortunately this is sort of like a, a samesies kind of story to what we've had. It's, she was a star. She was a huge star. Okay, so she was the best movie, the most commercially successful movie she ever did was She's, She's All, all that. that. Yes. Okay. And then she followed that Josie up. And, the and this is why you have to make good decisions Josie and the Pussycats in 2001 which was two years later bombed <gasps> but it was so good it's a cult classic I think it's a cult classic but it bombed and I I've think it ruined it recently her. yeah and I think that's what kind of like screwed her a little bit like she was later in a big screen adaptation of Nancy Drew but like did we see that did that mm-hmm. even come out like she was, was she even um, Nancy yes yeah, it's just says she was seen in it <gasps> oh and she played the female lead in an independent sports drama called The Final Season. Megan, is that something you've seen? You know, that doesn't ring a bell, actually. But listen, if I were her manager it's in, about 2000, football. in 2001, I would tell her oh, that baseball. Josie and the Pussycats was, was a, a good, good choice. Pol- choice. Yeah. It had Tara Reid. It was like big Parker Posey. It was really fun. It yeah, was part of that MTV gen. That's a tough. Uh, that's a tough one to call. It would be really, you know, when they have those things and they're like, this person turned down Titanic to be <laughs> yeah. in, like, fried green tomatoes, too. And you're like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a stand up comedian who was offered the role of George and turned it down on Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. That would suck. There's so many stories. Are they Jake like Johansson. It's, um, it's, it's on the internet. Is he doing well? I think he's doing okay, but he doesn't have Seinfeld money. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> fucking, what's that actor's name? George, George Jason Alexander. <laughs> Jason Alexander. George Costanza. His name's Art Vandelay. Um, okay. Um, she she was the cover girl of the U.S. issue of FHN. Remember that little boner magazine that was like kind of like it stand for for him magazine. Right. I remember oh, yeah. that. Get the fuck it out was of kind here. of like um, Maxim. Maxim. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was like a. It, it shuttered. I think a little while ago. Anyway, she was in all this random shit, and then oh. This was an interesting thing from her bio, guys. 
She is the daughter of Joanne, a cooking instructor and weaver, and Thomas H. Cook, a social worker and former stand-up comedian. Oh, Oh, Tommy. Tommy Cookie. I'm looking at her page over your shoulder, and that is a lengthy Wikipedia page. Yeah, she has a lengthy... I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's updating it. So basically... (laughs) (laughs) Seven will look this up. So basically, like, after 01, it feels like shit just really took a hard turn for her. She was in... A couple of shit I've never heard of, like a TNT crime drama called Perception. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. I... That was, she was like, the, someone was telling me about this because I brought up Rachel Lee Cook to other people. She was like, <laughs> the lead, and this is going to be a hit. And it, I think it was one season. Um, I don't even think it was a full season. Okay. And Perception. then, and then ba- basically, she did some voice stuff. She has her own production company. It's like nothing's real. And now she's just kind of like doing a ton of. She's doing voiceover? a ton of Hallmark romance movies. Yeah. Like, that, the last stuff that, that she's reads. done was called... The last, like, projects that she's done were Summer Love on Hallmark, Autumn in the Vineyard, the much-anticipated sequel, Summer in the Vineyard. So many fucking Frozen in seasons. Love. It, yeah. Do you make good money for those? I don't. Dan Dan really wants to write them. He's I think you make pretty good money. Actually, I'll ask my friend Audrey because she's in them. But um, I think you make pretty good money, and they don't take that long. I think you shoot for like a week. You know what I mean? Remember, apparently, Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig did like a whole Lifetime movie that was completely serious. Yeah, Yeah, what was it called? Oh, yeah, I forgot, but it was crazy. And it's like complete. Like there are no jokes. Their daughter. I would watch that. Yeah, their daughter. Let's do that. Drowns. It's like a whole thing. We'll go to Tom Tom. We'll get a little buzz on. And Guys, we'll watch it was really funny. Um, here's a weird thing about Ra- uh, they have they have a music video section for Rachel Lee Cook, mm-hmm. and she was in the video for obviously "Kiss Me," S- Sixpence on the Richer, the theme song. I remember what she was wearing that. in that music that video. She was in a Newfound Glory music video, a Daniel Powder video in 2006. Fast forward to 2017, she's in the video for Young, Dumb, and Broke by Khalid. Oh, okay. I love that song. Yeah. <gasps> oh, wait. And I've seen that music video. He's like in a grocery store like ripping things off the, the shelves oh well she's in it was yo. she like the clerk yeah I don't know but it's just crazy because she was like in 99 and stuff she's in the MTV Movie Awards the Teen Choice Awards all this stuff and then everything goes away so I don't really know what she's doing now but I will say something very interesting I heard on another podcast which I think I've mentioned before which is called Who Weekly it's a very fun podcast uh that tells you about all the celebrities that are very like under the radar. And there's a situation on the internet where the internet is trying to convince people that Bill Gates' daughter, Jennifer Gates, is Rachel Lee Cook. <laughs> so it's one of these things like there, these things happen all the like time. Avril like Avril Lavigne is dead. Yes, exactly. Or there's a thing Marilyn right Manson. now where if you like somebody tried to post a bunch of pictures of Coco, Ice T's wife, and say that it was the president of Croatia, <laughs> who is actually quite a beautiful like blonde woman, but she doesn't look like Coco. So like now it gets into the Google algorithm, and then when you search that. Um, people think that Jennifer Gates is Rachel Lee Cook and then people started to think that she was like Bill Gates' daughter. It's a very interesting conspiracy theory and I think people should um, Google it. That's funny. Um, but yeah, you, I can tell you think it is. <laughs> I um, do think it's I, funny. That's uh, funny. Is she married? <laughs> yeah, so she's married and has uh, Rachel Lee Cook married with uh, Dose Babies. Okay. Um, and oh, yeah. Living one of- in Van Nuys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of her her children yeah, were born in 13 and 15, so she's got like a 5-year-old and a 3-year-old. 
Her son's middle name is Vigo, which I was like, that's the bad guy from Ghostbusters 2. Don't do Vigo that. Martinson. Vigo's cute. Do you remember that haircut she had in Josie and the Pussycats that yeah. flipped out? Yeah. I tried to get that to happen in my hair for Ditto. hours. <laughs> really? I with a straightening iron and hairspray, and I have naturally curly hair, so it was never going to happen for me. Like a fl- like, Yeah, she like sort of- flipped it out at the bottom like with a short hairdo, and that was the look in it's 2001. probably a wig. We unfortunately... Oh my God, I never even... <gasps> wow. Wow. We unfortunately grew up in a time of hairstyles that were unattainable. I, wanted the, really I got the did. Rachel. I got and the it was Rachel. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I went in and asked for the Rachel by fucking name. I was wow. like, give me the Rachel. And, and did it look good? I mean, I mine have looked, very thick hair. Mine looked horrible. <laughs> horrible. I have you layers. You can't have a good Rachel if you're like in eighth grade or ninth grade and like don't know how to fucking <laughs> yeah. like blow dry your hair the right way. <laughs> yeah. Like I know how to do my hair now. I don't. But <laughs> I couldn't have a Rachel now. I wouldn't want you to, Megan. I would never. <laughs> oh, I went to, I would I, never allow that to I happen. Did a gr- I, I've thrown so much shade at Christy for using Groupons for beauty things. I went to a Groupon haircut and they <gasps> fucked up my hair and they gave me the Rachel. You guys. This is like two years ago. Oh, I had a PSA though. Apparently a bunch of people have been having problems with Groupon. Like they're putting up Groupons for shit that's not real. Like they put up Groupons for stuff and then you go to the 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 vendor and they're like, we don't sell this. I had a really bad experience with my last Groupon and I went to get my eyelashes done and it was the hottest day. It was like a few weeks ago when it was like 110 degrees. There wasn't AC in this place. What? And the girl was like, it needs to be cool for that glue to dry. Tiny girl who literally didn't speak any English, like none. Like I couldn't even communicate with her. She was doing my eyelashes. She just didn't wear anything over her face. So I just smelled her breath for like, over an hour. Oh, gross. And then later when she was like, she was showing me how to comb my eyelashes and she dropped the brush on the ground, picked it up, and then put it back yeah. in the case to give to me. I was like, okay, Megan was right. Did the lashes look good? They fell out. They looked good for two weeks and then fell out, which is the best because I just really wanted I'm them I'm just hearing a lot of people say that Groupon like is taking money out of your bank account without asking. <gasps> There's all kinds of weird shit going on with Groupon. Oh, I, I like to trust anything Tiffany Haddish recommends. Wait, here's but. one tip, though. Most places, I would say 99% of places, if you call them and say, there's a Groupon for this amount, they say, we'll just honor that. Don't go through Groupon. Oh. That happens almost every single time you they try have to it. Give really? money. Because they have to give money to Groupon and they'd rather just honor it and you go straight through them. And Tips that, with Christy. Yeah. That's a great fucking tip. Thank you. Hmm. You could even just say, I was wondering if you would just honor this and not make me go through Groupon. It always happens. You know, it's a fun tip I learned today. If you get your bikini wax done at a place that doesn't seem like it should be doing waxes, going to be cheap. <laughs> uh, I went to the cheapest place in Manhattan for five years to get bikini wax. How much? I, it was 30 for a Brazilian. This Whoa. Was, oh, this was just a, this was like a full line. Um, and by full, I mean full. And it was... <laughs> 20. Whoa. Whoa. That's bargain basement. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> and All CJ right. will be too. <laughs> yeah, I'm going out of town. <laughs> anyway, I feel as though, to wrap up Rachel Lee Cook, I feel as though she could come back as like a parent in Riverdale. You know what I mean? Death. Like, there all these actors yeah. are, are, she's not out of the woods. Like some of the CW mom. Some of the people we've done on, on Where You Been Boo Boo, they, they done quit. Like, they're mm-hmm. nurses now. But I think she's just like laying low until like her big comeback role happens. And a bunch of people our age are going to be like, oh, it's Rachel Lee Cook, you know, yeah. and like be excited about it. But uh, that's wraps that up. Let's take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to do some secrets. The next 
Hey guys, I know I just mentioned him on this podcast, so it's actually perfect that I will tell you about my good friend, Barry Rothbart, who has a podcast right here on Starburns Audio. It's amazing. It's called Saving the World with Barry and Lucas, and it's hosted by comedians and best buds, Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. And each episode features a new and fascinating guest with a passion for something that's changing the world in positive ways. Um, so past guests have included Lauren Miller Rogan and her Alzheimer's Association, Hilarity for Charity, um, that did a Netflix special. Uh, Mary Wareheim, a co-laureate of the Nobel Peace Prize, who's fighting to stop killer robots. I mean, I I don't understand any of this, but it sounds amazing. I think we should all listen to it. This is important work. Um, Barry and Lucas juggle meaningful and important subjects with their brand of silly and absurd humor, and that makes the podcast super fun to listen to. So the point of each episode is to affirm that no matter what negative things are happening in the world today, of which there are many, we should still be hopeful and do what we can to make the world a better place no matter how big or small oh thank you thank you guys so make sure you don't miss a single episode of saving the world with barry and lucas and subscribe to it on itunes spotify tune in stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts we are back and it's time for i'll tell you mine if you tell me yours i'll never tell and we're going to start with a little secret from one of our pals. I'll never tell. Hi, everyone. I'm here with the very, very funny Joe Quazala. He was one of Comedy Central's comics to watch. He runs shows. He's doing a web series thing where he's releasing 31 shorts because I guess he's never too busy. Can always be busier. Is this a good riff? This is a very good riff. Thank you, Joe. Okay, Joe's going to tell us. Can always be busier. (laughs) Joe, always be busier, Quazala, is going to tell us the secret. Okay, Joe. Okay, so when I was in high school, uh, at school, I would vomit a lot. Not, (laughs) Not on purpose. And it got to a point where I wouldn't eat my lunch because I would puke it. Uh, and my, my family knew about this. I, and I, some of it extended to uh, the home. And my family knew about this. And I remember having to talk to a doctor about it. And I could never tell my parents the reality, uh, which was that I was puking because of a girl that I was in love with. <laughs> I was so embarrassed, but like, I just couldn't, I I was so, I don't, it was just a lot of emotions and like, I couldn't be around. I I needed to sit with her at the lunch table. I needed to, because I was, I had such a huge crush on her and I needed to be around her. So, you know, obviously she would realize she was in love with me without me having to do any actual, you know, active, uh, but yeah, anyway, so <laughs> you know how that always works where you, you don't make a, a move and then the person just decides that they love you. Um, so, yeah, I so I had I had to sit with her at the lunch table, but I couldn't eat. So I would have my packed lunch and I just wouldn't take it out and I would shove it in my mouth at the beginning of the next class. So you were puking because you were so nervous to be around her? Um, it Kind of. I don't know because I wasn't that nervous. I guess I was, but I didn't act nervous around her, and I, I could talk to her very easily. Um, but th- there were some triggers, uh, like if she talked about a guy, <laughs> I would have to excuse myself. Uh, <laughs> that was like a huge trigger. 
<laughs> um, you know, or it would be like, uh, hey, who, who, someone asks her who she's going to homecoming with. And then she says that guy's name. And then I'm like, I have to go. <laughs> and then I go to the bathroom. And I puke. For the record, Joe is a very good-looking, normal person who does not... It doesn't seem like he is going to puke from talking to women. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what it, what it was, why her, um, but... I remember once she, she, she was like, do you want to hang out at Starbucks? And it was like at 7 p.m. or something on a Saturday. And I had just eaten my dinner. And I went, I said, hello. And I said, Ex-, then I said, excuse me. <laughs> and I went straight to the Starbucks bathroom and, you know, puked up my chicken nuggets and then went back to hang out. Okay, last question. What did the doctor do to help your situation? Oh, God. It was just... I. I fucking forget like it was there was no real i think maybe there might have been some changes in diet (laughs) for real i feel like we maybe had a change in diet like you know yeah and it was like i i the stuff i was eating had to be (laughs) changed a little bit so um there you have it joe that's like a teen movie that feels like a john know how i got over it Absolutely. Um, it was by getting over her, which was I asked her to the prom. She said no. Uh, she was like, I'm going with this other guy. And I was like, no, you're not. That guy's my friend, and I know who he's going with. He's going with someone else. And she got very, very mad at me and not that guy uh, who I guess had been leading her on. I don't know if this makes any sense. Anyway, she had asked me to go to prom, and then she, I had asked her to go to prom. She said no. Uh, and then it, she got very mad at me because uh, the person she wanted to go with was going with someone else. And the next day she asked my best friend to the prom and he was like, fuck no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a second, you suck. <laughs> there you have it. Cures your, your stomach ache is just a little heartbreak. That's my country song. And um, thanks for listening. Okay, love you guys. Bye. I'll never tell. Wow. Joe Quazala. That was something else. Um, I don't really have, I don't really think I have a secret about barfing, but I will tell you my most epic barf story started when I was in seventh grade, which in honor of the movie eighth grade that's coming out right now, I will say seventh grade was truly the worst year of my life. Like it was so everybody was so mean and it was just really tough. And I was in, I had never been like a really sick kid. I'd never really even thrown up that much ever. And in seventh grade, I was in class and I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I ran out of the class and I threw up all over the hallway right oh, before passing that's time. That's really bit embarrassing. We had carpeted ha- hallways. <gasps> oh no. And Why would they do that? And it was right, at, it was like the bell rang. I think the teacher wouldn't let me go to the bathroom and I think I ran out to try to make it to the bathroom at passing time and I barfed and oh, everybody no. saw it and they called me the Duke of Hurl for a long no. time. No. That's so It was so embarrassing. <laughs> That's why I'm talking the about it now. My like, hurl. Well, that was like one asshole. That was like one asshole that would call me that. Is he a stand-up comedian now? No, he's <laughs> probably a fucking CPA. Duke, <laughs> I, Duke, Duke, Duke of Earl, Earl, Earl. <laughs> exactly, Megan. Thank you so much for taking me back. Um, yeah. So that's my. Are you gonna cry? I definitely didn't do it. Yeah, Megan's mean girling me right now I'm sorry, in the studio. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, it's okay. Um, I definitely didn't do it because I had a crush on anybody. I just barfed, and uh, it it actually wore off pretty quickly like 
it, it didn't last like the whole year or anything. Yeah. But it was just a terrible year in general. And then I just added some barf to that terrible cake. <laughs> if that kid tried to keep that nickname going, there would be a problem with that kid. Like, yeah. get over it, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was a few months senior ago. senior year and he's like, what's up, Duke? I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Uh, any Anybody else have oh, a little? this is dark. Um, <laughs> in college, I remember a group wanting to uh, puke before we went out. So we would have empty stomachs. Oh, to get drunker faster? Yeah. I mean, but also some weight issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so we all went into the bathroom together. And I said I puked, but I <gasps> I love it. that is like in TV shows and yeah, stuff. I didn't know that happened. Solidarity, in Megan. I mean, it's b- being a college student. But it was because I don't. I don't have a gag reflex. You're not a loyal friend. Oh, I you should have. I remember being like, eh, eh, and it just wasn't happening. You for made me. like drop yeah. sounds. Oh, I always said. I always, said, like, I always had four floop. pieces of pizza. Yeah, I could never. <laughs> I don't think I just couldn't. I like remember watching movies about girls being bulimic and being like. Maybe I could try that. And I was like, I can't. I don't have the... And I don't think anyone should try that, by the way. Don't fucking try that. But oh, like, no, it's not. You know when you're really young and you're just like, oh, that's a thing people do and you just see if you could even like get there? You, mm-hmm. I couldn't even do it. Yeah. I also had a... I, they gave me Adderall right before I went away. Like a doctor gave me Adderall right before I left for college. And I... You know, I didn't have a healthy relationship with it. And I remember during Rush being at a house and being like... The girl was like, are you something? I was like, oh, my God, I haven't eaten in like two days. And that's the sorority I joined. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, this is a sister for life. (laughs) Um, My puking story, I was going to tell the one about like puking on the subway, but I did that on an old podcast. So your story just reminded me of like a time I got bullied for puking (laughs) in fourth grade. I guess like so we were in class and I was just sick and I just puked all over my desk. And I am my I went to the nurse. My mom came and picked me up. And then I guess like the janitor came in to clean it up and was like doing bits, (laughs) fucking making the kids laugh like with my pukey desk. Like, whoa, like must have been a big lunch. (laughs) Yeah, like doing that. And so everyone told me like how funny it was. And I guess like it smelled like it for the next few hours. And so and so, kids were like really mad that they had to sit next to that desk with that fucking janitor. Like rude, yeah. Some Damn, kids puke so a rude. lot, dude, for sure. But you know what? If you're a janitor cleaning up kid puke, like let him have his moment. <laughs> That's true. Let him like have it. Like he's like maybe he was an open mic comic. Maybe he was Mark Normand. Mark Ooh. Norman was a janitor. My um, mom says janitors are the most important people. I believe it. I I would Always not want to be in a room with that. Yeah. Oh, but they got keys to everything. We had the sweetest <laughs> janitor in my elementary school named Lou. He was missing a thumb. He was the nicest man. If you ever forgot lunch money, he would lend you money. Aww, and I, I would forget lunch money. I'd be like, hey, Lou. And he would be like, and I'd be like, I forgot my lunch. And he'd be like, here, and give me $5. And I would always pay him back. But he did that for tons of kids. He Aww. was the sweetest man. There was a janitor at every school I went to who was a dear friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Elementary, <laughs> middle, high school, like where my mom worked, close friend. My what a, the woman the there were two women who were the cleaning ladies at a sorority. One I hated. She would look through the trash for pregnancy tests. One was an angel and she quit after I left. Oh, oh I was closer with her it. than ninety five percent of my sorority. Is that a sisters. coincidence or is that Oh, I think that was on purpose. Like I went back and I was like, Where? And they were like, Oh, 
She left after she go hack she it without you, Megan. She went back for homecoming, and they were we like, "Where's outside? Where is she?" Smoked she? cigarettes. We chat. I love She's it. The best. All right, guys, that's all we have for today. Let's talk about text podcast at Gmail. Write or right on our Instagram. Write us emails. Or we want them. We just want to hear what you have to say about our podcast, or if you have questions, or something you want us to talk about, or whatever. Or you go to our Instagram. Let's talk about texts and leave a fucking comment on one of our posts or something. We're thirsty. We'll find. Find it. Um, and that's it, guys. Please uh, find us on Apple or on Stitcher, wherever, and subscribe and rate and like and all that shit and tell a up. friend about it. We would love to be able to keep doing this. We love <laughs> you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. It's a good show. Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.